Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Forbes Factor. You know, we strive very hard in my community to bring you guys news and insight. And today I've got two female thought leaders, if you count me, it's three, who are pushing envelopes and trailblazing. And I'm excited to bring both of them to the stage today. I'm going to start with a woman named Arfa who is classically trained in direct response and this crazy art of copywriting. Now, you guys know how, how I teach pitch. I teach the idea that if you've got a product, service, that you could, can, and should be getting it out to other people. But how do you do that? So my very, very special guest to start off today with how do we do it? Miss Arfa, hello, my darling. How are you? I'm absolutely brilliant. How are you, Forbes? I am, you know, I'm very well. It is, I cannot believe that it's February already. Now I'm, I'm going to read your bio because it's, it's, well, you've got a whole bunch of fun things, but you know what? <laughs> I don't enjoy even having my bio read. Will you yeah. please tell people what's most important for us to know about you? Um, I think that, uh, well, let's get the, if we get the formalities out of the way, all, all of the fun stuff, I'm actually a single parent of uh, two boys. I have an 18 year old and a 13 year old um, who I'm homeschooling and I have my own agency and I've been in the sort of marketing world since 2010. And last year I published my book, Mindhack Marketing, which hit number one in four separate categories. Wait, 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 on the day. Slow, slow down and go back, say the book name very slowly. <laughs> so it's mind hack marketing um and that book basically hit the number one spot uh on amazon in four separate categories in marketing and sales on the same day so i'm a, officially a best-selling author well congratulations i'm first of all as a mom i give you a lot of credit for being single mom you know there's a challenge to that but there's also a beauty to that you know there's something i'm going to acknowledge my single moms is that your children get a lot of you Yes. They get point of view, and sometimes it's better if they're not all confused with different points of views. Does that resonate with you? It doesn't, it doesn't. I think if you ask my kids, they'd probably say, we'd like to have a bit more of mom. Um, I mean, even though I work from home, they would have said, mom's constantly glued to her laptop. And I guess that's kind of like the downside of like working from home and kind of like, you know, trying to do everything on your own. Um, but it has its upsides as well. So, you know, you know, if I want to sort of just like wind down, put the laptop away and just like chill out, if I want to take the day off and just do fun stuff with the kids, I could absolutely do that, which is really cool. Now you have a beautiful accent. Where are you living currently? So I'm actually based in the UK. So uh, from Little Manchester. <laughs> but originally from where? Um, so my parents are actually from Pakistan, um, but I was actually born here. Now, the, the field of copywriting is, I'm going to assume that some of my audience does not know what that means. So let's drill down and talk about what you really do. Yeah. So basically what I do is I help to sell stuff uh, in the easiest uh, uh, sense of the word. So anything that you see on TV that is promoted, any ads that you see written, any of these like webinars and, and sales pages that you see where they're 
you know, it sounds like really amazing and sounds really compelling. Somebody like myself will have written something like that. Um, so how that's kind you, of like what it is. Yeah. How do you come to this skill? Um, so my, my story is actually really interesting and it's, it's not a conventional story by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, 2010, I found myself at the uh, really awful crossroad of where I'm on the verge of a divorce. And essentially what I wanted to do was I wanted to do something that was going to be meaningful, but would also allow me to take care of my children. So there were very little at the time and it was a very difficult decision. And I thought, OK, what can I do from home? where I don't have to put, because my youngest at the moment, I mean, the 13 year old, he was about 10 months old at the time. And I was like, but I don't want to put him in a nursery. So what do I do that I can actually still continue to work and uh, support my, my children and have a life of my own? And my sister was the one that actually suggested that maybe I should start with writing because it's something that I've always been really good at. Um, so even like uh, as a kid, I was a constant bookworm, always had my head buried in a book somewhere. Um, and that's literally where I started. So I started freelancing for small businesses and it kind of grew from there. And I, I got a, got myself onto a uh, forum, the Warrior Forum, and there I discovered copywriting. I was like, what is this? I don't know what it is, but it sounds really interesting. Um, and so essentially, I kind of like went down this path where I got myself a mentor. I was mentored by a top copywriter one on one for an entire year. And then when the money started rolling in and I started getting the clients, I was like, oh, my God, like I can actually do this. I can totally do this. And so I had this like two year plan um, that I was going to leave. And I did it in 18 months, which was brilliant. Took the kids with me and that's it. The rest is history. Um, and I'm very privileged and very honored, actually, that over the years I've had some incredible clients, including celebrity influencers as well. So which has been really awesome. Um, and I have now I have clients all over the world. Well, let's drill down so that you've got some clients. You can develop some new clients here care of this because a lot of people need what you are doing. <clears throat> I want to start with you know, we're talking to a lot of entrepreneurs. That's who really follows me. And they all want new clients. So what is one of your top tips for attracting new clients? So I would say my number one tip really is to get very clear on your own positioning. Like who do you help and how do you actually help them? So if you really drill down into your, into your, uh, I think you guys call it niche, we call it niche, it's the same thing. Um, so getting really hyper clear on what that niche is and then having a positioning statement around that right so it's really helping other people to understand what you do in a way that resonates with them and that's extremely important so if you just talk about stuff what you do that's not good enough right people are like oh well, you just sound like every other coach out there you just sound like every other consultant out there you know so you've got to have something that is going to resonate with your ideal audience and this is why it's it's so important to know who your ideal client is right so any coach in the world let's say you're a life coach and you sell confidence coaching any coach in the world can sell you know confidence coaching but only you if you've done your positioning correctly you know you're the confidence coach for corporate women right so it's a very specific niche right and and you're getting really clear and, and if you're going to take that one step further it's how do you actually separate yourself from everyone else and that's by having your own signature program right so it's like having your own proprietary system your own proprietary method or framework where you can say to people with confidence i've got a three-step five-step whatever step 
program that is going to take you from A, which is like you might be shy and, and, and you know, really scared to like get on stage and do public speaking and stuff all the way to being like confidently rocking that stage. Right. Um, and people have that confidence because they can see that there is a system there. There is a, a process where you can get predictable and consistent results. Right. But in terms of like finding the clients, I would say like I know it sounds like old school, but honestly, Facebook is amazing. I've had some incredible clients that I've connected with through Facebook and which I continue to 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 get from Facebook. Well, wait, well, let's, well let's go back for a second before we yeah. get. So do you you're a copywriter, though, but do you help your clients to niche down to niche down? Is that yes. part of what you do yes absolutely so I'm, I'm kind of more than a copywriter so um i i've studied like all the direct response techniques but also i am a marketing strategist and consultant as well so one of the sort of superpowers that i have is i'm very good at strategy and i can see instantly like i can walk into an organization or even work, work with someone one-on-one -on -one, i can see what they can't see and it's a skill that i've developed over the years and i, I think part of my background as well because I, I have a background in corporate i used to uh, work as an IT consultant for PricewaterhouseCoopers. This was a very long time ago, it was more than 20 years ago now. Um, and so I've picked up that skill like from my, from, from my corporate days. Um, but it is a really important skill. And I think <clears throat> being able to sell yourself and knowing the words to say that are going to attract your ideal client, I, I think this is extraordinarily important because if your message doesn't resonate with your audience, like people just kind of tune you out, right? But when you get that message right, like they're going to like that is going to prick up and they're going to absolutely love what you do. And they're going to be really interested in what you do as well. So the person that would hire you, how would yeah. you describe them? What So a lot of people are listening, I'm sure yeah. thinking, wow, I would love to have a strategist who could help me write copywriting. I know how important that is in my business. Yes. Um, but we all make mistakes as that person looking for you. What's one of the biggest mistakes we're looking for when we're kind of bumbling around here going, what do we do next? <laughs> so I think the biggest mistake that I see most uh, most of my clients make, and this is one of the reasons why they come to me, is they take a very ad hoc approach to marketing and they'll try a bit of this or try a bit of that. There's no clear cut strategy and all they're doing is they're doing a bunch of tactics, right? And so for that, when you, when you do it that way, what you're actually doing is you're doing it based on how you feel, right? Oh, I, I, I just saw this ad for that, right? It's, it yes. looks great. You know, and, and that's the thing, right? So a copywriter wrote, wrote the promotion that you've just seen that sounds so amazing. And actually, when you start doing it and you realize it's completely the wrong thing, right? And that's what eats up a lot of time, energy and wastes a lot of money in a business, right? I mean, the number of people that have come to me and said, oh, my God, we have spent like thousands upon thousands trying to fix this problem. We can't do it. And my sort of take on that is, no, you've got to be more strategic, right? So I look at a person's goals. I look at where do they want to go. I look at where their business is currently at and I check where are the gaps, right? So somebody will, some, sometimes somebody will come to me and they'll say, I need a webinar funnel. I'm like, okay, great. But do you have, you know, the following in, in place? And they'll be like, no. I'm like, so what do you need a webinar funnel for then? You know? Language, you are speaking my language. Exactly. Now, exactly. you have a free gift for people. What is that? So I have the first chapter of my book. And um, essentially that is, I don't know, do you want me to drop the link in the, in the chat or something? It's just- Well, a, I have, well I, yeah, you know, drop the link in and I'm going to put it into our Facebook. And I know yeah. that- Dear friend who connected us, let's take a moment and love on Miss Glenda Kroll for a second. Oh my God, she's amazing. I absolutely love Glenda. Tell me why. Oh, 
she's just the most incredibly, she's the most insanely incredible woman ever. Like her story when I read it. She is, but why? Because a lot of my people know her, but many people don't. What do you love about her so much? Extraordinarily brave. Uh, she walks the talk. She does what she says. She's a person of integrity and she inspires me. Uh, every time I speak to her, I come away inspired and I'm like, oh my God, I love this woman so much. She's amazing. Well, there you go. And I think she loves you back. She is in fact watching and she says that you're amazing as well. Uh, and I'll tell you what, women loving on women is what today's show is about. We are not loving on each other enough. As women, we're yeah. very... Do you find that that women are hyper, hypercritical of each other? I've, I've had the odd occasion where I've had, you know, a few, you know, not very nice comments. But, to, but by and large, I think most people are actually quite supportive. I don't know, like, you know, I, I guess it's different in different places. Um, I think in the online space, it's very competitive. Um, so I think one of the one of the issues is, is like, it's not like you're standing, you're stepping on anyone's toes, everyone's got their own thing. And with me, my sort of uh, golden rule is I try not to worry about what anyone else is doing. I'm just try to focus on my own uh, game and trying to bring my best. And I'm like, if someone's got something negative to say, that's none of my business. <laughs> that, that, that's up to them. You know, so yeah, I try to that your book that you've just given a free chapter, I put that in the Facebook it'll be in our notes and the book is called mind hack marketing how to turn customer psychology into breakthrough sales girl yes. this is all i talk about this is how you add revenue yes oh my god absolutely yeah i love that you have mastered this so much so someone sitting here watching this I'm going to say the first step is to read the first chapter in your book. It's a free gift, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a whole bunch of resources that I put together for everyone as well. So if you download the free chapter, you'll also get like emails with like training on one of the tra trainings that you get for free. Um, I actually delivered a session in a mastermind where people pay 10K just to be in the room. And so that training is available for free. Um, as part of the chapter, which is really cool. So yeah. Maybe. You hear that, Angela? You and I need to sign up for that. I'm, not <laughs> I, I'm a copywriting freak. I do infomercials. I teach pitching. I teach the, the personal version of what you teach, the writing yes. version, but every company needs you. All yes. Right. Yeah. So let's see you do the perfect pitch for somebody right now. They're listening. They've got a small business. They're an entrepreneur, but they're, they have no real copywriting. They're just not quite focused. Go for it. So I would say that if you want to attract people into your world and you want the right message and you want to, to get people emotionally pulled in because people buy on emotion and they justify with logic, you want to do that, you need to know the words, the magic words that you can say that are going to sell. And if you do it properly, I'm telling you, people will fall in love with your brand and it'll make the competition irrelevant. So that's why you need copywriting. Wow. Um, I don't know if I've heard anyone say it quite so succinctly. And I love the fact, like I said, that you're a busy working mom. That means a lot to me. Yes. Uh, and in just a few minutes, we'll take our first break and we're going to come back and meet Angela Ansa. And then I'll bring the both of you back because today is about powerful, strong, engaging women, uplifting and supporting each yes. other. Does that sound fair? Amazing. Sounds amazing. Three minutes to my first break. What is something that surprised you about being a working mom in business that you would share to the rest of us? I think the thing that surprised me more than anything is how actually hard it was going to be. I think people like to show that it's easier than it is. And I'm like, 
am I the only one that's struggling here? Like, I found it really hard. I, I, I'm not going to lie about that, right? I found it really, really hard. And I think part of that is, you know, because my boys, they're, they're five years apart, they've got different needs. You know, one's really easy going, the other one needs a little bit more time and attention because he's younger. And it's like, oh my God, how do I kind of separate the role of, you know, mother and business owner and, you know, dealing with clients and dealing with the house and stuff like that. And so I had to bring people in. So getting a cleaner, getting help. And I think part of that as well is I was scared to ask for the help, which is really weird. Um, Because I think I thought I kind of knew it all, (laughs) which is a terrible thing to say. But it's kind of like when you're so used to doing everything on your own, it's almost like you don't like asking for help. Um, And so I would say is like, if you're a mom out there or a single parent and you're trying to do it all on, on your own, that's a bad idea. Ask for help, honestly. Like if you don't ask, you don't get. That is the biggest lesson that I have also had to learn throughout my time on this planet. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know who doesn't ask for it? Smart women. We think we can do it all. And for some reason, yeah. we're supposed to prove it to you. Yeah, so delegate, having a house cleaner. By the way, when you start to divide what your time is worth, having someone support you, helping your house and your, your exactly. dishes, and your, yeah, it pays for itself, hello. Yeah, definitely. Oh my God, can you imagine spending two hours doing the cleaning when you could have been putting two hours into your children and you get, just get someone else to come and do it, you know, and you can spend that time doing the stuff that you should be doing. Well, but why did it take you so long? I think a lot of it was a bit scared. I was like letting go of control. I'm a bit of a control freak. (laughs) So um, yeah, I I, I don't like doing, like I don't like having the thing where, oh, someone else is taking over and I just need for it to be right. I just need for it to be perfect. This is one of the reasons why I really, like I really struggled with um, growing my business because I was so scared to basically pass on, um, you know, my stuff to another copywriter. I was like, uh, what if they don't do as good a job you know there's a big responsibility people are paying me money and that was very hard so I did the thing that I could only do which is I, I put my prices up <laughs> so I thought right if I'm not going to bring someone else in I'm going to put my price, pricing up and it didn't it didn't for the right people it didn't deter it did not deter the right people at all now you know that's a beautiful thing when we come back uh, after we talk with Angela let's talk a little bit about what it means to price correctly and how that affects your self-esteem that's a real big thing for so many especially women business owners yeah huge give me one thought that you're going to be thinking for this next week what is one thing you're focused on um so for me my sort of next I guess my next thing really is kind of like pushing and promoting my book now. Um, and that's kind of like the big thing. I, I've got big plans to, to grow my agency. And this is the year that I'm going to do it. Well, that's the plan anyway. So that's the thing that I'm going to be thinking about the most. Where can I make the most amount of impact? How can I reach more people? Um, I've got some incredible clients and it's like, right, need some more of those amazing clients as well. So, yeah. Well, part of the goal of having you on the show, and thank you, Glenda, for introducing us, because I only put on the best of the best, is that we are broadcast to a lot of people around the world on Voice America. We live on iTunes, Spotify, Sketcher, Pandora, every platform you could imagine. And then I've got a couple million of my own personal fans. So we are excited to have you here today. We do need to head off to our very first break. Thank our sponsors and everyone who works with us. And when we come back, I'm going to introduce you to my next special guest. I've got a real treat, so don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though, so this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Everybody, welcome back. We are we're highlighting and loving on I'm fangirling on two of my favorite girls. I've got an A. We've got Angela. We've got Arfa. We've got Andrew. Um, but coming up now is a woman who started a company with her husband. Speaking about A, is called Aspire. And I never even thought of what that word means. I think about inspire, perspire, but the aspire part is kind of a funky idea. She is a brilliant and very beautiful, not that that matters, but it does to me, uh, businesswoman. I know, right? So, Angela, welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad this worked. I was trying to log on earlier, and for some reason, it was not working. I'm like, no, make it work. You know, that looking with your set, and you can't see this on radio, but you can see it on my Facebook live feed, you look like the president of a country. You do, like, it's, I, I was going to say the wife. Well, I was going to say the wife of a president, but there's a lot of female presidents, so there we go. You rule a country, and I love that you are here. Now, you're originally from Ghana, correct? I am. I was born and raised in Ghana, and then I grew up in Brooklyn and went to school in Albany, Buffalo, lived in Silver Spring, Maryland, and now I'm in Pennsylvania. I'm like a little nomad. I go all over the place. Well, I love that because I also grew up, I was born in Brooklyn and went to college upstate north, so you're good company right here. Yay! Um, I, I don't like reading bios. I think that's a little frivolous. The bio is in the platform. Tell us what you want people to know about you. Sure. So for those who are getting to know me, my, my name is Angela Ensa. I was born in Ghana, like I shared earlier. I am a wife to an amazing husband and a mother to two beautiful girls. Uh, my husband and I started a company called Aspire Prosthetics and Orthotics here in Pennsylvania. And really the goal is to inspire and empower those who suffer from mobility issues, chronic pain, and who have experienced limb loss be able to get back on their feet 
so they can live a life without limits. We have now expanded to three locations in the South Central Pennsylvania area, and I'm so proud of the work that we are doing. In addition, I also coach female entrepreneurs on how to balance their career while also raising their children and being a wife, a friend, a daughter, all the roles that we wear, right? Looking at it through the lens of the eight dimensions of wellness, which we can talk more about. Yeah, which is, you you definitely have it all going on. And Arfa is raising two boys. I've got a boy and a girl. We're just raising the entire next generation. Yes. But and I do really think, I've had this conversation many times, that being a mom is a different aspect of business that I don't think there's enough role models that we can follow. Who yeah. inspired you to live the life that you're living? Well, you know, to be honest with you, it's my mother. So my mom came to the United States when she was my age, 32. And she suffered from a crazy, crazy rheumatoid arthritis. And so today she still suffered through that. And, you know, she left us in Ghana and she came here and she sometimes could not even walk to go to work. And here she is in a foreign land with three children back home. And yet she had a dream, she had a goal that she ultimately wanna give us a better life. And so throughout all her pain, she still went to work doing odd jobs, right? She couldn't go back to, you know, start from scratch from America and go to school and do all these things. Um, and so seeing her when she eventually brought us here and seeing what she had accomplished and wanting us to succeed really inspired me. I, I came to the realization that I don't have a choice. I have to make her proud so that all the sacrifices, no, she had her own business in Ghana, but she ultimately wanted a better future for us. So she was my inspiration and still is my inspiration. The drive it's that- my inspiration me. right now. I'm loving on her. Uh, yeah, she, she's awesome. She, if she was to watch this right now, she, you know, she would be so proud because I was sharing um, with her that I'm going to be speaking with you today. And she's someone who watched television a lot. <laughs> and so she have an idea who you are. And she's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. So it, it, is, it is a privilege to be here. Thank you. Well, it's a privilege to meet her daughter because I know what it's like to want a better life for your children. I know how hard I have worked. And I did a lot of this as a single mom. So I'm going to ask you about meeting your husband. How long you guys been together and what is he like? So we've been, so fun, funny story, we have been together for 10 years. Uh, I always say he caught me when I was super young. <laughs> so funny enough, he, you know, so, okay, let me, let me just share this quick story. So growing up in Ghana, um, I experienced individuals who had mobility issues, right? And those who had lost their legs and that sort of things. And these individuals were people that um, were treated like second-class citizens. And so I didn't even know what prosthetic was at that time. And you will see these people, you know, walking on their hands on the streets. And of course, the, if you think about sanitation in Ghana, I mean, it was, just, it was just madness. And every time I would see them, my heart would break because I would think, oh my goodness, what if they could get up and walk? What if they had a better situation? And when I came to the United States here, wanting a better life for myself, I decided to pursue two degrees in healthcare to hopefully one day run a healthcare business. And then while I was in my master's program, studying for health policy and management, I met my husband who was doing his residency in 
prosthetics and orthotics. So we started to trade our stories, you know, my experiences, his experiences. And then one day we were out and about back in 2015 and we saw a guy who was wearing a very ill-fitted device. And he, I want to believe that he probably didn't even think that there was a better product out there, that if he was given a proper device, he could actually not only just stand on his two feet, but to be able to run, maybe even spread his wings and fly as high as humanly possible, right? And so I looked at my husband and I said, when you look at this guy, what comes to mind? You know, like if you were in his situation, you were a clinician, you have a clinical eye. I don't have a clinical eye, but I know this guy is wearing an ill-fitted device. If you were in his situation, what would you want? Like what, what would you want? And of course, I didn't even wait for him to answer it. I answered it myself. <laughs> I answered it myself. And I said, I want to fly. I want to spread my wings. I want to I aspire to be great, to not be defined by my limitation, by my disability. I want to do so much more than just get from point A to point B. And that is where the name Aspire came from. Oh, I love that. Just looking at that guy in front of this yogurt place called Sweet Frog, fully rely on God. That Aspire name just popped in my mind. And then we went home and designed the logo. And I said, we are starting the company right now. So my husband is such a huge supporter of women empowerment, women in leadership. He's like, you're going to be the front and the face of the company. Let's do this. Let's do this. And that's when we, we decided to start the business. And now, you know, six and a half years later, we are in three locations and adding coaching and consulting. So God is good. God is good. I have no doubt about that, but I think you are certainly a messenger who's really good because what's some of the feedback that you get from customers who now have proper fitting prosthetics? Oh my goodness. Their lives have changed right now. I am proud to say if we go on, so there are only two, uh, three, three, um, OMP facilities in the area, ourselves and two other competitors. We are the only company with the most reviews with five-star ratings. Anybody wow. can look it up. You can go to Google right now and look it up. Type in orthotics and prosthetics in Pennsylvania. We will be the first one to come up with five-star ratings. And we have still, we have our um, new patient uh, rate is 78% new patients every year. And the reason is because when I train our staff, I'm not a clin clinician. I do hire clinicians to work for me. When I train my staff, I let them understand that it is not just about the device but rather seeing the individual through the lens of eight dimensions of wellness. This device is going to be able to help this person not only be able to go out there and pursue their dreams and get a job and make money, but they will be able to be respected by their families, not be seen as a liability, as a burden to their family members. If that person have grandbabies, they'll be able to lift them up and play with them and play baseball and do whatever they want to do with them, right? We had a lawyer who could not win cases because he was in a wheelchair. He could not win cases and he was brilliant. But there's something about our society associating disability with, you know, uh, low intelligence. And the minute he came to see us and we gave him prosthetic legs, he was able to win cases. Why was that? Because now he can see eye to eye with the um, prosecutors and the people from the different, um, the opposite team. Right. And so for our patients, you know, the, the, the thing is, is the Aspire experience. You want a prosthetic leg, you want an orthotics, you could get it from anywhere. Hell, you can even get some from Amazon. 
but it is about seeing the patient where they are and meeting their needs where they are. Because at the end of the day, these people who are coming to see us, some of them lost their legs due to diabetes or maybe motorcycle accidents. And so they are feeling a lot of resentment. They are feeling pain and they are feeling shame, right? Especially if it's as a result of a diabetes, they think they did something wrong with their diets. I know you are in fitness and we can talk all day about physical wellness and how that impacts individuals' emotional well-being and everything. And so we see and we treat the patients from that age dimension. How can this device support your environmental wellness in how you move around the society in your homes? How is the home situation like? And I think when we serve in that manner, when we come from a place of compassion and empathy, it's a game changer. It makes all that difference. It's the experience we give them in the service delivery, not just the device, because you could go to any doctor's office office and you feel like you're just getting prescriptions right and um you know so no you are providing so much more how do you see your legacy oh what a great question my legacy you know i want to leave a great legacy for my children i want to inspire all the immigrants out there who are in a foreign land that it doesn't matter where you are from It doesn't matter your upbringing, your story, that you have the power to rewrite your story. And if you put in the work and you are willing to work hard for it, it's not going to be easy. (laughs) Make no mistake. It's not going to be easy. You're not going to get up today and just find success. No, room was not built overnight. But if you are willing to chop wood and grind, then whatever life you desire you can manifest. I want to talk about your Porsche one of these days when, when you get a chance. Because I heard you were buying yourself a Porsche, yeah. which is my Christmas gift for 2020. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's a little self-esteem about finally owning yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. You know, uh, I love the fact that you built this with your husband. I love that you are a team. That's very important to me. I found beautiful love. I'm still business partners with my ex. Uh, and Arf is talking about being a single mom. I get that. It's a little easier. Do you enjoy raising your children with a partner? I do. Oh my goodness. I have so much respect for all the single mothers out there. I, I don't know how I could do it. I have a five-year-old and it's 20 month old. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, I'm like, I'm so grateful for my husband, because I know if I didn't have him, it would be so difficult to run a business. So the single mothers like Afra who, who are running their business and raising their children, my hat off to you guys. You guys are doing such incredible work because it's not easy running a business and then dealing with toddlers or even it doesn't matter what age they are. Or just wanting to have that moment where somebody loves you for 10 or 12 years. Oh, I yes. have nobody. I know what yes, that is definitely exactly. like. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful for sure. (laughs) What's one piece of advice you would give? Well, before that, I want to say you you branched out into business coaching. Why doing that? Yes. You know, I love what Alpha was sharing in terms of, you know, when you, when you, and we experienced this, right? And so now I get to be in a position where I want to support other people in their overall wellness. Because when you are building your business in the beginning, you may sacrifice your family time. You may sacrifice your physical wellness. But what people don't realize, and, and, and some people may even sacrifice their own spiritual wellness because they may be doing things that are not in alignment with who they are that compromise their values because they just want the money. It's about the bottom line. But what I want people, especially early stages of entrepreneurs to understand is there is a way to balance it all. And so I have, a, I'm creating a curriculum, a course that I'm going to launch very soon, but I have put together 
an e-guide of how individuals can pay attention to each dimension of their wellness. So even though you are building your business, if you have a family, you have a social life, you know, how can you cater to that? If you have, um, you know, hobbies that you enjoy doing, how can you make sure that you are not getting buried in the business and learning to be able to delegate, learning to be able to, you know, achieve that optimal wellness? There's no such thing as balance. But I think when you understand that you are not just a one dimensional person, that your identity is not tied to the business, that you have maybe a partner, a spouse, whatever that looks like, that also need your attention. Because your marriage can suffer if all you are doing is building that business. Your children may resent you if all you are doing is building your business. And I had to learn this at a very early age, right? That wait, wait a minute, my daughter is looking at me like, mom, why are you not listening to me? Well, let's not, let's not continue on that path where I become a terrible mother or I lose my marriage, or I lose my friends and all of that, right? So the eight dimensions of wellness that I'm putting together is something that I learned when I was obviously pursuing my degrees. But I think now more than ever, with mental health being on the rise and the mental health rates for entrepreneurs is so high because it's a very lonely road. <laughs> Entrepreneurship is a very lonely road. And the stress, the uncertainty, the fear, all the things that you, know, you experience that nobody teach you in school right? People that are pursuing MBAs, nobody's talking about mental health, emotional wellness when you are pursuing these degrees. And so when you get into business, having a framework that you can, you can apply to not only grow your business, but to also achieve the optimal wellness, to me, that's where it's at. And I had to use the past six and a half years to develop that and to pay attention to each dimension to the point where now I'm okay. You know, wherever the business will go, it will go. God is in control and I don't control. I don't have control about things that I cannot control. And I, I think that is where- you. Is there a free gift that you have that you're offering to my audience so they can get to know you better? Yes, yes. Go to my website and put a link here. It's um, shadowhop.com. Right here. So that I can also find it here. But you say it out loud because on my radio, they only can hear us. Yes. So you go to chatoverpopcorn.com slash masterclasses you would be able to download my free e-guide uh, for the Step Into Your Power, uh, which will give you the eight dimensions of wellness that would allow you to be able to truly step into your power and live that optimal life. So I'm going to put the link here um, and then take advantage of other free resources. So I'm writing this in my Facebook right now. So it's chatoverpopcorn.com? Yes, slash masterclasses. I love that. So for everyone listening to you, you write that down, you have access to, you can certainly find this gets replayed on iTunes, Pandora, Sketcher. It's on my Facebook. It's everywhere. You certainly want to meet my two ladies from today because right now we're going to take a quick break and uh, go off and say hi to some of my amazing sponsors. And we come back, we're going to bring both of my guests on to wrap this up, do a little rapid fire question, find out what is the secret to get delegating and growing you and your company. All right, don't go away. You're listening to Forbes Factor right here on Voice America. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, so I'm just smiling from ear to ear. I'm in very, very fun, bright, amazing company. And I'm hey, I'm grateful that I lived long enough to see women step into their own and not have to continue to apologize for being powerful, smart, beautiful, and all those things that only women can understand. Because on some level, certainly growing up for me, it's been a man's world. And I like where we are. So when you hear that phrase, it's been a man's world, Arfa, what do you what, what does that make you think? I think it's all rubbish. And I'll tell you why, because <laughs> it's true. I, I don't let anything hold me back. I, I, you know what was really interesting? I don't think I've ever done anything the conventional way. I think my parents would 110% say she's never done anything the way that we wanted her to do. She's always done her own thing. Um, I mean, when I was in a corporate job, I, there was like I was in a room full of men and there was only myself and one other lady. Um, when I did my degree, I, my degree was in computing and there was 350 students and about 10 women. So, you know, it's just like in that environment. I'm a, I'm a kickboxer as well. And, you know, I, I never cared about any of these things. I'm like, it's just it's just a label. And actually, most of my clients are, are men. And in the marketing world, like most of the top marketers in the world are all men. I mean, of course, there are lots of 
uh, really great uh, female uh, entrepreneurs as well, but it's predominantly a man's world. Um, so I'm very used to, I'm very comfortable with, with being in, in that sphere. You know what I like about today's show? I didn't have very many female entre- uh, role models growing up. There was no one. The only woman that we looked to back then was Barbara Walters. She was the first journalist female to make a million dollars. But I've got to tell you, everyone else was the wife of somebody. So, yes. Miss Angela, will you ask Miss Arthur a question? Yes. So, Miss Arthur, Arthur, I was going to say Arthur. <laughs> Arthur, my question, my question, when we were talking about how you discovered copywriting, that was so inspiring. What was it about you or what was the pivotal moment that made you decide to actually take the leap of faith and jump into a different path? Right. Because a lot of people get very comfortable with what they know. Right. So can you share what was the pivotal moment for you that said, yep, I'm going to do it, even though it's very foreign to me? Yeah. Uh, You know, that's a fascinating question. I love that question. And I think it was because I was in a very dark place at the time. And it was like, I felt like I was at a crossroads. And it was like, if I, if I take this leap, there's, I, I knew straight away there's no going back. So I'm in it 100%. I'm either in or I'm, out, or I'm out. And, you know, two young children. And also because of the situation that I was in, because I used to live with in-laws and stuff. And in our culture, from a cultural perspective, it was not the norm for a woman to basically leave her husband um, and I just basically just walked out on a, on a, on a nine year marriage. And I thought, if I'm going to do it, I need to have the conviction that I can earn money and live life on my own terms. And when I saw copywriting, of course, it's, it's going to be salty in a really amazing way because that's, that's the whole point. Right. But it made me believe that I could do it. And, and so I remember reading the sales page and I'm like, I'm in such a really dark place right now. And this sounds like it's promising the world and everything in it. And I'm going to take the, the leap of faith. I didn't even have the money to pay for the course. So mm. I had to borrow it from my sister-in-law. And I'm so happy and I'm so proud that within six months of me borrowing the money off, I was able to pay her back, you know. Mm. And now I have got a, a six-figure business and I'm like, amazing. And, and my clients, like, they're all the way from six figures to multi-eight figures and some of them are extremely well known. Um, and it's like being able to make that impact. And it started with that little thing that was like, I'm so scared. I don't know what to do right now. And where should I actually turn? And, and it's something that I've always loved. Um, and, and I, and, and Forbes, I said this to you in the break as well, like you really inspired me because when I was young, I used to watch these amazing infomercials and I'm like, I don't know what they're selling, but that is incredible. And I want to be able to do the same. So, what am yeah. she selling you buying? <laughs> totally. I'm going I'm to buy whatever she's selling. It sounds amazing. And I would literally watch the same infomercial on repeat again and again and again. And my mum like, you've literally seen this like 10 times. What's wrong with you? You know, I'm like, yeah, but it looks so good. You know, so I've always had that thing. And then, yeah, it, it's just, it's amazing. And I'm fascinated in people. I've always had a thing about people. And I think, all good marketers i mean marketing is all about psychology right if you understand your customer right you'll be fine (laughs) you know the more you understand your customer the better it is for you um and that's all it is and i've always had a real interest in other people um and in in behaviors and cultures and and things that make people tick um so i guess it's really i'm really playing to my strengths i guess now, Arthur, when you and I were talking, we were talking about the I want to ask for help and delegation. Well, Angela seems yes. to have cornered the market on delegation. Yes. That is very impressive to me. So, Angela, very. First, I want to say thank you to Sharice Rodriguez who introduced us. Give me a, a little shout out to her. 
Yes, I want to give a shout out to Shires Rodriguez, uh, another powerhouse woman that I met on Clubhouse. We both serve on her organization, her board, um, where our goal is to empower 100 million women to level up and step into their power and no longer play small. So Shires, love you, lady love. Yes, and the Glenda as well. So when it comes to delegation, Miss Arfa, will you ask her a question? Yeah, actually, so with my thing is I, I really feel scared to let go of control. Like when you were delegating, how how did that feel to pass over control to other people? Because for me, that, that was, that's probably been the hardest thing that I've had to deal with in my business. And don't get me wrong. I have a problem with control. So I think when you are the head of the company, when you are the head of the company whether you like it or not it is your brand it's your image right so yes i can hire and i can delegate but certain things i have to review i would not play with certain things like when i'm dealing with a contract i'm even though i have a guy who works out from boston who can handle my contract i still have the final review right if it's a multi-million dollar contract, like my contract that I have with my health systems, well, guess what? I'm going to be the one doing the work, right? But am I going to, could I say right now, I could be at the office picking up the phone and swing, market it? No, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't need to sign off on that, right? So for me, it's understanding what is important and what is going to bring me big dollars. If it's not going to bring me a lot of money, like you were sharing, cleaning your house, it would take me, when my, my staff come here to clean my house, it takes her six hours. Well, six hours, I can do a lot with six hours, right? So to me, the advice I would give would be identify if something goes out that has your name associated with it, the person that's doing it, can you trust and go to sleep and be okay? Or if it have a potential to affect your bottom line in terms of maybe um, a top contract that you have, there are some contracts that I take on. I don't. I do not delegate. Doesn't matter what. And then there are little ones that you know. Okay, maybe if it's a nursing home, it's not that big a deal. Somebody can handle it. So my thing is, you got to also learn to let go because if you want to scale, I talk about within six and a half years we have three locations. Yes. We cannot scale. If my husband and I are doing everything right, yeah. my husband is head of clinical. Right now, I'm in West uh, West York. We have a location in Lancaster, which is about thirty minutes away. I have to trust the staff over there that they are doing their job. Right. <laughs> Once in a while, I will go there and see how things are going. We have a staff meeting right every week, checking. But South York location, I cannot be at three location. Yeah. So my goal is to train them empower them, download what I know to them, right? Yeah, Give them yeah. the scripts so they can be empowered to do their job. And I say, pay people well, pay people well, and they oh, will yeah. take care of your business. <laughs> well, I, I kind of, what I'm hearing is it's, you're not abdicating, you're delegating and you're right. managing and you're reviewing and you're basically, you're keeping tabs on them, but you're also trusting them to, to get on with it. Yep. But, Trust is a big deal. Yes. They need to feel that you trust them, right? Imagine, can I drive to Lancaster every single day? Yes. Do I want to know? Because I told them when I was opening that office that you guys are in charge of the office, right? So I incentivize them to want to take care of that office. And then I can just pop up without them even knowing that I'm coming in town. How are you going to know? <laughs> yeah. 
So it's an interesting conversation about learning to create scripts, to create SOPs. And you know, it's funny, Arthur, when just like you didn't realize copywriting was a thing, I didn't realize that management tools and scripts and coaching and teaching and onboarding, onboarding. is so massive. That is a thing. Yes. Yeah, I could use a little bit more teaching about that. I've enrolled a lot of people to help me and my team understand. Also, the difference between visionary and implementer. Just yes, yes. yes. I'm a visionarian. My husband is the implementer. So we work perfectly together. <laughs> it's awful. I think we that's a bottleneck as well, isn't it, for a lot of people? Because they have the vision and they either don't have the skill to implement or they themselves, they're trying to implement and they've got their fingers in so many different things. But then like like with myself, a bit scared to, to, to delegate, right? So I think uh, like for me, my biggest bottleneck really is like I can't, I can't scale my time. I can only scale my expertise. That's it. And that's the reason why I, I wrote this. So, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Glenda just absolutely loves, she says, your book is fabulous. You know, it's funny, ladies, as I'm building out my Ultimate Academy, uh, I would love to invite both of you to, to come and speak at it because between copywriting and delegation skills, those are things that every entrepreneur deserves to know, especially if they're a woman, yes. you know? Definitely. So guys, we have four minutes to close, which means this went by way too quickly. Miss Angela, what is something that you would like to inspire and put in the ears of my listeners right now? Okay. The thing that I want you guys to walk away today is if you are in your entrepreneurship journey, no matter where you are, do not compare your journey to somebody else's journey. It will drive you crazy. It would drive you insane. I had a one of my friends who started his company last year, April, who had not made sales yet, trying to compare where he's at to where we at. And I said to him, Chris, it doesn't work like that. You are comparing your today, your chapter one to our chapter seven. It doesn't work like that. So the other thing that I also want to advise you and, and leave you with is your business would grow if you nurture it. It's not going to grow overnight. Room was not built overnight. So remember the other dimensions of your wellness. You have a title as a wife, a partner, a mother, a daughter, a friend whatever that looks like. You also have your own hobbies. Prior to the business, who was you? What is your identity? What brings you joy? What are the things that when you do, your cup gets filled? And make sure you do not sacrifice your wellness, especially your physical wellness. Oh my goodness, I cannot stress Oh God, this is a whole nother topic and a whole nother show. And as you're coming back <laughs> Miss Arfa, jump in here. I only have two minutes left as my show is live. Yeah. So I think my sort of biggest thing that I would like to leave, leave people with is don't be afraid to get help, right? Because the right mentor, the right coach, the right person is going to slash literally years off your, off your learning curve. And, it, and it's scary, right? I invest a lot of money into my own personal development and into, my, into everything that I do. I put a lot of money and time and effort into it. But at the beginning, it was a really frightening thing to do because you're trusting a, like someone to basically take you from A to B and you have no idea whether you've got the confidence or the ability to do it. But you've got to do it. Like if you want to take yourself to the next level, it's very unlikely that you're going to do it on your own. 
So, you know, be open to getting the help, be open to pushing yourself and be open to really excelling and holding yourself to a higher standard. I, I love learning. I love putting myself in environments. I'm on masterminds. I, I, oh, I push yeah, myself so you. hard. You I know, know. I don't want everyone else to do the same. <laughs> I adore you. We're down to our last 60 seconds. Can I say that this is one of my favorite shows? I think you both will agree that meeting each other, meeting all of us has been extraordinary. I can feel it from my audience to our Facebook ladies, thank you. Thank you so much. We'll thank be you so much. Having us. Yeah, thank you for having thank us. You. This was great. Oh, I am very proud of both of you for just bringing the goods and making my show one of the most listened to in the network. Millions of people get to hear this. So mwah. guys, you've been listening to Forbes Riley and friends right here on the Forbes Factor every week live on Wednesday. And then of course, all over the internet. I will see you guys soon. All of their links are here. If you want to find out more, just go to Forbes factorpodcast.com and everything is on that page. Till next time, I'll see you guys. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.